Hello everybody and welcome. My name is Sue Langley and welcome back for our next Learn With Sue Walk and Talk podcast where we walk and talk about the science of emotions, positive psychology and neuroscience to help us be the best we can be. And we've had lots of conversations recently with experts in the field, uh, with uh, all sorts of frolics that I have in different parts of the world exploring how what we do impacts well-being. And today is another uh, opportunity for us to explore some of the research. So uh, a research paper, again, that I was reading fairly recently, it was published in February 2021, uh, is called Give and Take the Role of Reciprocity in Capitalization. And um, there are a few flaws in the study based on it's got more women than men. Um, uh, perhaps the, the range across different cultures isn't quite there yet. But it's a really interesting study, again, to explore um, a little bit of what they call capitalization. So if we have a look at this paper, and again, let's have a think about what we can do with this. So when good things happen, we benefit from communicating that information to others. It's what's known as capitalization. So we capitalize on it, we share a good event, and hopefully the person we've shared it with says something enthusiastic back, and it sort of builds. So um, this particular study, or there's two studies where they looked at partners, and they looked at, did partners display curiosity and enthusiasm for what's being shared, or being passive, withdrawn, demeaning, etc. And um, the whole point of this particular study was sort of looking at social uh, reciprocity. So if you say share something with me and I uh, respond positively and enthusiastically, etc., um, does that impact what you will potentially do in the future towards me if I share something? Which in theory it should if social reciprocity um, works. So if we think about the benefits of capitalization, communicating positive events uh, predicts greater positive affect, life satisfaction, self-esteem. Uh, we know on days where we are um, making those positive capitalization attempts, then it increases our positive emotions, it increases life satisfaction, and it increases our uh, tendency to um, potentially leverage that capitalization even weeks later. So it seems to have a bit of an enduring effect as well. Interestingly, it's also found that this capitalization produces more positive affect than writing about the events and more satisfaction, vitality, happiness, etc. So we've talked in a previous podcast about maybe with negative events when we've got a um, or we would like to express those negative emotions, then maybe writing it down could be useful to us based on other research. In positive events, it seems like uh, we get more benefit by sharing it. So um, when we look at this particular study, they used Shelley Gable's work around um, active constructive responding, passive constructive responding, passive destructive and active destructive. So what they wanted to look at is how partners communicated with each other. And um, what they wanted to find out is, is it a, an interactive process, if you like, where effective support predicts future attempts of effective support? So if I, as I say, share something with you and you are positive towards me, will it predict the likelihood that I'm going to be more positive towards you when you share? So there were two studies done uh, in this paper. The first one is when the participants were focusing on their partner's active constructive uh, feedback. So when they shared something, um, what was the feedback they, they got from the partner? And um, 
there were two components here so they were focusing on active constructive or active destructive and what was the impact on uh, future capitalization so my intention for the future now this is i'm sure as you would expect participants reported a stronger intention to respond enthusiastically to a partner's capitalization attempts if they had recalled so they literally were asked to think of a, a time in the past where their partner had, had um, responded enthusiastically to them so basically, if I ask you to sit and think about a time where your partner or a friend resp responded enthusiastically to something that you shared, then if I get you to think about that, you are more likely to have the intention of doing that in the future. If I get you to reflect on a time where a partner or a friend was uh, demeaning in their responses, ironically, it did not necessarily lead to you having a future intention of being demeaning. So the positive led to the positive, recalling the negative didn't necessarily lead to the intention of the negative. Okay, so that was the first study. The second study was interesting in the fact that um, they also measured some physiological or biometric markers. Now, uh, if you've listened to our Diane Bella Broderick session, you'll know uh, she is definitely uh, big on the whole uh, biometric uh, measurements. So on this particular study, they um, looked at heart rate, they looked at skin conductance, they also looked at uh, facial behavior and the valence of the emotional experience. And they used particular uh, biosensors um, but what was really interesting here is they looked at a particular task that would elicit success the partner the pairs were separated and what happened is the person completed the task for instance in one room and they share their success with their partner and they after they've received the success message from their partner so the other person they're asked to provide feedback so that their partner can complete the same activity, if you like. So what was interesting is the partners were actually um, instructed to send a selfie with a text message um, to their partner to encourage them when their partner then had to perform the same task. So imagine the scene, you're in one room, your partner's in another, you have to perform a task, um, you uh, succeed and you get told, yep, woohoo, well done, you've, you've done good. And then you share that success with your partner and then the partner performs the task and they receive that information back. So it's back and forth, etc. Uh, what was really interesting is they partners or the first person was actually told to choose from a predefined response. So they could either choose active constructive responding, which was things like wonderful, you did a great job, passive constructive, okay, good, active destructive, I bet the task wasn't very hard, or passive destructive, not much happening here. So think about that for a moment. So let's imagine i do a task i let you know that i've succeeded your message back to me is either wonderful you did a great job or okay good or i bet the task wasn't that hard or not much happening here and based on that they then looked at what was the results and there were a few things that were interesting here so there was evidence that basically um, responses to capitalization attempts are reciprocated so if you send a nice message back to me saying wonderful you did a great job I am much more likely to send that back to you when it's your turn 
what was really interesting is the um, impact on the physiological responses. So they didn't show any effects on facial expressiveness. It did show um, effects on the physiological responses of the person. So again, let's explore what this means. So basically, if people respond enthusiastically to their partner's capitalization attempts, um, they are more likely to do so if they've previously received that enthusiastic response. Um, it, if you receive a negative one, it doesn't necessarily increase your intentions to respond in a negative manner. If we think about then what does that mean for us uh, in our relationships, modeling a th an enthusiastic response and potentially inhibiting the urge for one of those sarcastic demeaning responses is really important to us because what they found is it's not just how people feel, it's the physiological response. So even though if you receive a demeaning response from your partner, it doesn't necessarily increase your intention of sending a demeaning response back. Who knows, it might do, but let's imagine it doesn't according to the research. What was interesting is participants receiving demeaning feedback experienced increased systolic blood pressure. So there was a physiological um, reaction um, in the response that you get from the, the partner, for instance. So I think that's interesting. Now, I hope you followed that because there's a lot of information that I've given you in this sort of session. Again, I always come back to what can I learn from this? So if you respond enthusiastically to something I say, it will increase my intention to respond enthusiastically to you. Woohoo, win-win, social reciprocity, great. And again, if you haven't come across the work of Shelley Gable around active constructive responding, it's worth having a look at or reminding yourself about how to do that, how to respond in an enthusiastic, uh, active constructive way, because it's not just a case of woohoo, well done. What I really love is that even if I am responding in a negative or a sarcastic way, whilst it may not increase your intention to do that back to me, it does actually impact you physiologically. And that's something that we can't necessarily see. We don't necessarily have it come back at us later. And yet what it's doing is, is increasing our systolic blood pressure, which links to cardiovascular disease, etc. So think about that for a moment. You might not be able to physically see. Uh, you may not find that your partner then responds in a demeaning way to you. They may not reiterate your um, sarcasm or whatever you. And yet it could be having an impact on someone physically. So if I think about what we learned from this, um, this uh, design, if you like, the experimental design did allow the researchers to create a bit of a causal influence of reciprocity around capitalization. They uh, highlight some uh, limitations of their study. Um, and as I say, for me, it's more about, well, how do I take Shelley Gable's work around active constructive responding? And how do I respond to people when they share news with me? Because um, sometimes you don't always want to be enthusiastic. Sometimes if you're in a grumpy mood, then maybe it's not always easy. And yet this is just a reminder that even if I say something sarcastic, particularly, you know, it's easy with your partner of like, oh, I bet the task wasn't that hard, is kind of a, a common one that even though it might not increase what you get back, uh, it may impact the person from a physiological perspective.
So as many of you know, I love reading the research. I like seeing what it means to me. I'm not saying that every day I change things that I do, and yet it all adds to my knowledge, uh, my well-being literacy, as we spoke about on a previous session. And this particular paper is called Give and Take the Role of Reciprocity. And uh, amongst many other fabulous people, Todd Cashton is one of the people involved in this study, who you've also heard on our Learn With Sue uh, member forum. So have a look, see what you think. Most importantly, decide how you're going to respond next time somebody shares some news with you. And again, if you want to know more, check out uh, Shelley Gable's work on active constructive responding. Uh, join us online for our previous sessions with uh, people like Todd Cashton to learn more about how we do this and how we do it well. So thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, sharing uh, with me a few thoughts and reflections on research. I hope you find it interesting. And maybe for some of you who don't like reading research papers, this gives you the opportunity to get a quick summary without having to uh, try and decipher it all yourself. So thank you for sharing with me your time and for more conversations with our experts, our live learning sessions and our courses and our events, please check us out on learnwithsue.com.au and hopefully I will see you on one of our sessions in the future and hopefully you'll continue to listen and enjoy our sessions on our Learn With Sue podcast. Talk to you soon and thank you for being a member of our global learning community.